out, but how come nobody be speaking on how hard friendship breakup is? Listen, like, breaking up with your friends is harder than a romantic breakup. Because it's like, girl, I thought we was locked in. How you switching up? All right, you guys, and we are back. Back. Episode 16 <laughs> of your favorite podcast. Excuse me over here. Excuse me over here. It's only episode 16? Mm-hmm. I thought it was like 18 by now. Mm-mm, 16. Dang, 16. Mm-hmm. We are back. We are two witty peas in one cute-ass witty pod, unraveling the mirage of adult life as we know it. Through topics such as work-life balance, relationships, finances, sprinkled with some politics and pop culture. I'm Coco Louie. And I'm Kimberly. And welcome back to the pod. We missed you guys last week, y'all. Hope you guys yeah. enjoyed uh, your weekends and your week was great and your Mother's Day was great, especially if you're a mom. Mm-hmm. You know, all that stuff, all that jazz. This week is, this week is, is going. I can't believe it's about to be the end of May or it is the end of May. First of all, May has like an extra week in there because uh-huh. it's like five Wednesdays in the month of May. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really crazy. And here but we are at the end. It was just, it was just, it was the just beginning. Cinco. It was just Cinco and about to be Memorial Day. Exactly. Sickening. Now we're about to hit June. Yeah. And we're almost out of school. We almost out of school. Almost out. Almost, almost. Summer break loading out. Summer break is loading out. I yes. can't, yes. can't relate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to all of those that can because. I certainly cannot. I know. <laughs> I know. But you know, who we? Oh my gosh. So worth it. Anyway, on to a new pod, a new episode, a new yes. run of the mill. Yes. So it's still, you know, Mental Health Awareness Month. And um, I think today's topic definitely plays on uh, mental health. It has its own section, its own diaspora. It definitely weighs on my psyche. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, and that is adult friendships. Mm. So before we dig into all of that, Kimmy, to whom it may concern? To whom it may concern, guys, hey, they can have more than one for lifer. Now, if you're like me, a recovering friendaholic, <laughs> I really <laughs> did not do well with my best friends having other best friends unless they had other best friends that were like really for lifers for lifers before they knew me but anyone after me no you can't have side chicks like what you mean but as I'm growing I've learned that that's not I mean it's not real there are multiple layers to people meaning there are multiple um opportunities for them to share and experience their life with others it doesn't have to just be engulfed in you and only you oh you know what that made me think of remember sparkle right carrie mm-hmm. movie i used to love that movie everybody hate that movie but it was okay song. it was cool you and only you can do the freaky things you do Okay, I'm just saying, that just made me think of I it. I don't remember the soundtrack, but you got oh, it, friend. Oh, baby, I can give you the whole rundown. You want me to give it to you real quick? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> okay, she had, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank. Maybe that's a good thing? Mm-hmm. Dang. That's what I said. It's I okay, her, friend. I love her, I love her, I love her. <laughs> oh, dang. And um, that's Never Too Far Away. Remember that song? No, you're never too far away. You got it, friend. Kind of. Maybe because I like like corny movies. No, it's okay. I like Sparkle, but to, I haven't seen that in years. Oh, no. I always been go years. looking for it like every few randomly well, let like me say every that, couple of years. That, that, that wasn't Sparkle. That's why you're, it's tripping me up. What that was, was Glitter. Oh, Glitter. Sparkle. That's oh, yeah. giving Sparkle, him something Sparkle's, he can. Exactly. That's my You're movie. right. You're right. You're right. That's something like, wait a minute. I'm up here like, no, I like Sparkle, but I knew you were talking about Mariah Carey. Glitter. Glitter. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, no, Sparkle, front to back, back to front, <laughs> soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we could talk about it. Glitter, not so much in the soundtrack, but I'm definitely here for the film. It was cute. Cute little film. Yeah, it's a little something, something. That's when we really liked uh, Mimi. But anyway, on to the next. So yeah, to whom it may concern, it's okay to it's okay to share. It's no fun if if all the homies can't get none. So yeah, um, well, <laughs> I I definitely agree. But I've I've never been one that's 
like that or like a friendaholic or I don't know. I just be chilling, but I'm also a sociable person. But like that's I can't wait to we like really dig into this episode. Same. It's it's gonna be so good. But I've had situations where that has like been um issues for me not me per se but like coming from people mm-hmm. and it's just like it just be too much and it's almost it, it just makes me feel like oh i'm sorry I, I didn't know i was dating you i didn't know i was dating you like that that gets very triggering for me so today's okay. episode is going to be very i can see that very good yeah very very good um but like i said i'm all for everybody just getting along and and things like oh i just thought of something else i'm gonna save it I'm going to save you it. sure? You're not going to forget? No, I, I promise. Okay. I promise. I'm about to write this down All so right. we don't because this is like the little extra razzle-dazzle. Okay. But um, anyway, let's friendship. Let's get right into it. Yes, let's get into it. Numero Friendships, uno. friendship, friendships. What would you say are some of your deal breakers in friendship? Deal breaker for me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's crazy that you just mentioned it. It's not like we're dating, but, like, I definitely want my friendship. And it depends on, I guess it depends on what type of friend it is. But in this instance, if we're just talking about friendship as a whole, like, it doesn't matter if you're best friends or associates or whatnot, I just think, um, like, a clear understanding of consideration. Mm -hmm. Because it is still a relationship, you know? So there still should be some form of consideration for that person regardless if we are extremely close or Mm -hmm. maybe we're just you know right past associates Mm -hmm. another deal breaker for me would be i guess benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. like offer me more benefit than doubt on everything Mm -hmm. just because more than likely i mean we're we're human so i'm probably going to rub you wrong i'm Mm going to say the wrong things i'm going to behave the wrong way now if this is my normal every day then yeah, no, I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, give me a lot of benefit of the doubt. Because mm-hmm. um, I know I'm going to do that for my friend. Mm-hmm. So what about you, Coco Louie? What's some of your deal break or your top two? Top two? Mm-hmm. Dang, it's hard to say what my top two are. Because it's a few. It's not like a bunch of few, but it's it's a few. Like, I can't do the, the jealousy thing. I can't do that. I cannot do that. And... It's hard to just narrow it down to two. I, I can't do the jealousy thing, and I can't do non-supportive. I cannot. I can't. If I had to pick just two, Those no jealousy and the non-support, I, I, I can't get down with the get down with that. I just. Now, what I kind can't. of jealousy are you talking about? You mean, like, jealousy of, like, you in your life or jealousy of, like, you with all other friends? All of it. All okay, of it. Okay, any type of jealousy. I, I, can't, I can't deal with it. And, gotcha. of course, there are two different things. You sure. being jealous of your friend and then you being jealous of your friend's friends. Two different arenas, but it still brings the same kind of stress. Okay. <laughs> for me. I get that. So, I, uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Well, you know what, though? And that's something that's been on social media often is, like, especially once the pandemic hit, a lot of uh, people were saying, like, silent competition between friends mm-hmm. is a real thing. It is. It's a real thing. And you know what, though? I'll be honest. I didn't... I knew of it. I've always known of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize until recently for me, and I would say recently meaning the past year, like, how I can pinpoint it now with the way that people interact with me. Mm-hmm. And then also when certain thoughts come across my mind, like what triggered that for me? Mm -hmm. And it could be something so minute. Like, you know, maybe if I have a friend who is more top-heavy, boobs, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? They might say or dress a certain way when we go out, and it, you know, now that's what you see. You're like, oh, dang. Immediately that thought to me is like, oh, you got to check yourself because that's supposed to be your friend. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's okay to have that thought, but you need to, hurry up and then give it a contrast, which would be a positive reinforcement thought to go back with it. Mm-hmm. Or if you got a friend who is taller and you want to be tall, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just like, I think now that I am trying to be more aware and honest uh, with myself when I'm having any type of thought that subconsciously exudes a negative undertone. So if I need to check myself, mm-hmm. then check myself. Because ultimately, I'm reteaching myself how to process my thoughts and ideas. 
but also I'm teaching myself like how to show up for others mm -hmm. so that I can then get that back too, hopefully. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, I definitely think that that's very important to be aware of. Um, and for friends, real friends, to not hide that. Like I can, I can genuinely say, let's just say, like when we go out together to programs, to events, and seeing you in your in your zhuzh, like there's no part of me that's like, oh man, mm -hmm. I wish that was me. Every part of me is like, oh my god, she's so. Awesome, you know I'm what done. I mean? Like mm -hmm. getting to see you in your zone. Now, there are times where it's like, dang, like I wish, I wish I was more in touch with whatever my niche is, mm -hmm. but more of an uh, inspiration, aspiration. Mm -hmm. Get on your Zoom. <laughs> get on your Zoom. You gotta get on your Zoom. You gotta get on your Zoom. Okay, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. But if I just use your and I's relationship. For an example, if I felt in any way, shape, or form at some point that I was a little jealous, I feel comfortable with saying that to you. Mm -hmm. Like, wholeheartedly. Like, hey, Coco, Louie, I don't, I'm not doing as good as you. Mm -hmm. Like, it seems like it's easy for you. Or, you know, you know, it just, you're in your bag. How do I get in my bag? Like, mm -hmm. it would be about the wording, of course, you know, but it would, it should come from a respectful help me help you type of situation, mm -hmm. you know, and not necessarily like, friend, you need to put me on because how you my friend and you not helping me out or, mm -hmm. you know, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. I feel you. I think for for me, all of what you said is, is very true and valid. I think I'm not that type of person. I don't envy anybody, especially a friend or anything like that. So when situations like that happen to me, it really throws me off because it's like if I'm calling you my friend, like I'm not looking at you in that way at all. Like I want the best for you. I want you to win. Whatever right. you need me to do, like I'm here to help, you know, whatever I can or be a supporter, whatever I need to do. So it would never give off jealousy or envy. And I think for me, when things like that have happened to me or when I notice it, it's like. They always say that the truth comes out in jokes, right? When people crack yes, in jokes. They do. And you just got to be mindful. It's like, as much as I'm a person that doesn't do things like that, like, and when I say doing things like that, meaning in terms of being jealous towards a friend or envious or whatever. Right. When things are being said to me, it's like, I can't be so oblivious to think, oh, because I'm not like that, that somebody else isn't like that. Right. I would love to believe that. But in all honesty, everybody don't move how I move. Exactly. So it's like, for me, I've there have been times where certain people that I call friends will make, like, little sly comments at me. And in my mind, it's like I'm trying to process what was just said to me. Mm -hmm. And then also, I'm trying to process what was said to me, but I'm also trying to process my inner self. Like, I'm not trying to treat you like no stranger on the street because mm -hmm. you just came at me sideways a little bit. Yeah, like because your and... vein is popping out the side of your neck right now. So, <laughs> so it's just like I be <laughs> like, telling myself like your vein popping. Just like hold on because it's like I'm not trying to, I'm not ever trying to go there with anybody that's supposed to be a friend to me. Exactly. So it's like if you start taking jabs at me like that, now I'm like, all right, I, it's a little weird. I and, agree. They say, um, like your true feelings come out in humor and in rage. Hmm. I just be looking like. Nah, because also I don't want that around me. Right. Like if you if you around me, is it's just like I, how can I trust you? If you coming off like this, you saying little things like this, ain't no telling what you'll do for a quick buck towards me. So it's like, nah, if you a hater for real, then just say that. But along with you saying that, you can go on and get. Like, there's the dough. Step, kick it, push, bye, all that stuff. So, so we kick pushing, Lupe yeah, Fiasco. Keep keep it pushing, cause Nah, again, it's it's just weird to me. So it definitely comes out when people say certain things or even like their their actions, they start to move different. Mm -hmm. And again, if you're not one that's like that towards your friends or people, period, and it starts happening to you, it's like you would never think that or you would not want to think that. Yeah. But then it's like when things start happening or things start be being said, it's just like, hmm, things that make you go, Hmm. <laughs> so, you know, that's my my take on that. Okay. So, agree with you on that as well. How do you then identify 
when it when you make it official, like like when, somebody that's my friend. When we locked in, like when we lock in, how we locking in? When we making it official, meet me at the altar, your white dress, all of it. Oh, I'm that's this is so much. I don't really be doing all that. I mean, I'm not out here just calling everybody my friend, my friend. No, it ain't giving that. I have a bunch of associates, mm-hmm. yes, and I do have friends, yes, mm-hmm. and then I have close friends, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really out here like okay, we friends. I'm. I don't know. I don't. I don't do that. But you know, like if I meet somebody and you know we we cool, we vibing. You know, whatever. Whether nine times out of ten, half the time I'm meeting people through people or like in mm-hmm. big social settings or when I'm networking. So like okay, for example, like if I'm I'm at a I'm I'm at a radio event or something like for media related, right? right? And I'm networking with people. You know, you network with people and you build relationships with these people. So we can be cool and cordial. And eventually, depending on how our relationship nurtures itself from that, Mm -hmm. like if it's strictly business or if it turns into like, oh, like, you know, that's my homegirl. Like, we cool, whatever. Like, you know, it just depends on the level of comfortability and the conversations we're having because, you know, I can meet you in a work setting or a branded setting and then we really do become friends. Like, I actually have a few friends where I've met them where it was, like, a networking type setting or, like, a branded event for, like, radio or media or whatever. And we met on that kind of level and really, you know, grew a genuine friendship from that. But when does it go from associate to friend to, like, close friend to best friend? Because I think of it, like, take for me skating. Mm -hmm. I meet people every time I go skating. Mm Mm-hmm. It's weird because it's like you start to get to know these people. Mm-hmm. You start to see their face and stuff like that. Some of them you exchange numbers with, you talk to. Some of them you might only exchange numbers and it's like, hey, you going to this event? Oh, I see you at this event. Mm-hmm. Oh, you going skating tonight because that's the night you skate or not. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, And then some people you develop actual relationships with. But when it comes to like an associate, like wh- how do you introduce that person? For example, the first time you came skating with me, and I introduced you to my friend B. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, technically, B and I, we talk outside of skating. Mm-hmm. But we generally only talk outside of skating after we skate it. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll have, we'll end up having, like, a two-hour conversation after. And we'll go over, like, life relationships and all that stuff mm-hmm. like that. But throughout the week, we don't just be like, hey, boo, hey, boo, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I call him, though, my skate friend. Mm-hmm. But technically, is he an associate? I mean, that's up to you. I mean, that's all. It's subjective. It's subjective how you want to categorize that, mm-hmm. you know. But I think for me, like an associate, it's like I don't, I'm not putting too much there. Like, I mean, somebody on the street, we cool, we vibing. That first encounter, I'm not going to call you an associate because you're a stranger. I don't know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you no. know, if we, if we, you know, encounter each other or hang, no, I don't want to say hang out, but if, it's, if it goes past that first encounter, you know, I can say, okay, this is an associate, and the vibe is cool, mm-hmm. like, everything's cool. You know, my associate, because I'm not going to say you're my friend, because I don't I don't know you well enough to call you my friend. Okay, so, example, what about me and Ra? Are we considered friends? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, would... I, I, I can't speak for her, but for me, if, if I were to look at y'all's situation, I wouldn't say y'all I would say, I would say y'all associates. Yes. yes. We're associates who are working towards a friendship, I think, organically. Mm-hmm. Not like we're actually putting in work work. But it's like it's leading that way. It looks like it's lending that that way to be friends mm-hmm. because we're in a group chat. We're talking about summer festivities and mm-hmm. stuff. But it's not like the focus. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Okay, so that's good because the older Kimberly, the old version of me, I'd have been like, oh, we totally friends because mm-hmm. we've hung out. <laughs> we in group chat. We talk on the phone. We mm-hmm. planning summer stuff. Like in my mind, we would be friends. Mm-hmm. But now that I have better under or I am better understanding friendships and mm-hmm. connections and all that stuff I'm totally fine with it being associates and mm-hmm. knowing that it takes time what's that word you know that thing that we use the concept that we use that tells you like when when um energy has passed <laughs> or energy is going forward <laughs> time time girl time on my I'm sick. Since you've been away, boy. I'm sick. I've been waiting by the phone uh-uh. all day long. I'm done. So call me. Stop playing. I'm done. But I think, again, that's just me looking at it. Of sure. course, that would just involve the parties involved to decipher that. Yeah, but that's you know? a good example, though, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I, I think that's really good. So to answer the question of like, when do you extend a title? It, I mean, it really is just like any relationship. Mm-hmm. I think the only difference is that I don't feel like it's as pressure filled as a romantic relationship. Cause mm-hmm. it's not like, what are we doing here? Like, are we together? Are we not together? Are we together? No, because when it comes to friendship, like you either in or you are out mm-hmm. for sure. I don't think with romantic relationships, there is some gray area there, mm-hmm. but with like friendships, because it's ultimately, are you going to look out for me, consider me, mm-hmm. you know, be there for me and I for you. It's a vibe. It's all about the vibe. Like, you know how you vibing with the person. Like if, if you y'all go out, mm-hmm. conversation's great or similar mindsets or whatever. Like that's my homegirl. Like you know, like exactly. you just feel it. Just is from, homegirl considered an associate? Then it can be. Mm-hmm. It just depends because it depends on what what you call your friends. Like some people call they their close friends, their good good girlfriends, or their good good Judy. Like it just it's whatever your pet name is True. for that. Like a homegirl could be. What you call your close friends, a homegirl could, could be an associate. It's, yeah. it's subjective. To me, homegirl and sis, sis would be in the same boat, but I don't like being called sis. Right. But it, or or like boo. It's, mm-hmm. it's like a cute pet name to like acknowledge that we have some type of fondness for each mm-hmm. other, but it ain't like that's my, you know, B mm-hmm. word or, you know, my yeah. my girl, my girl, my girl, my girl, yeah. you know? So, I mean, it is, well, I, I don't mind being called sis, but I think, I think it just depends on... The person and the delivery. Sure. Also, because sometimes people can be condescending or trying to be funny. That's why I don't like sis. So, but it just depends because it could be a term of endearment or you try and sum me. And if I catch that you try and sum me, we will have some problems because this might go off. Right. But that's neither here nor there. Yes. Neither here. It's, it's, the vein, it's the vein pop every time <laughs> for me. Anyway, let, that then transitions us really quickly into... You know, deal breakers. We're talking about titles. So what are the expectations when it comes to friendship? Mm-hmm. And how do you communicate those expectations when it comes to friendship? Because, like, I forgot what movie it was when we were younger. But do you remember when we were younger where a lot of the movies, like, the friends would cut their hands to show blood oh. and then they would put their hands together Girl, or no. lick their hand and lick the blood and that's how they were, I like, would never. best friends? But that's how all the movies were back in the day. Yeah, and that's really why it were. was a movie, girl. Because I, I wish I would come home with a cut on my hand. My mother asked me what happened. I'm just, girl, I cut my hand for my friend. I'm just giving you, I'm just giving you <laughs> a concept to grasp right now. Like, what is the expectation of friends, and how do you communicate that? It's giving Cynthia Bailey with the friendship contract. Like, <laughs> no, oh, I love that. <laughs> no, friend, I'm gonna draw one up right now. You, I'm telling you, null and void. I, Kimberly, hereby declare. Ciao. (laughs) Sign here. (laughs) Oh, you know what? That's funny, though, because that's actually going around on the TikTok talker. Here she goes. Um, Here she goes. But it's for for relationships, though, where guys and girls are like, before I get into another relationship because they're tired of situationships, like, you're going to have to sign this contract to say, if you don't call me every day, I'm sick. Or if you don't reach out to me in three to five business days, um, you gotta pay me reparations listen, or something. You know, what I'm what just mean? gonna need a deposit. How about that? Bump the contract. Just that drop part. the deposit. You going? But I, I think that's off. a cute little, you know, contract type of, of situation. Of course you would. Yeah, I of know. Course of course would. I would. <laughs> of course I would. Now that I'm saying it out loud, I do understand. Of that, course that does you sound would. Like me. That, that that's definitely the older version of me for sure. That's the older okay, version of me friend. for sure. It's yeah. okay, friend. Okay, but I'm I'm healing in in growing. Yes, I said it's okay, friend. Uh huh. But I think expectations, <clears throat> like for me, for friends, it's just be true, be true, be honest with me, support, and just be a vibe. Like I don't know, like because I don't, I can't really say because I don't want to say it's one of those things that goes without saying. But I just feel like. Be the friend that you would want somebody to be to you. That's what mm-hmm. I expect, right? Mm-hmm. Support, you know, what, whatever. I just, I don't know. Don't be, it's, I don't know. Just, I, I, have, I can't really articulate it, what my expectations are, other than, you know, just being the opposite of what my deal breakers were. Like, right. not being jealous and being supportive. Like, you know, whatever that looks like. That That's it for me. I just expect you to be you authentically yourself mm-hmm. and to just be here for the ride. So I remember when I was in college, I had 
a best friend at the time. So at the tail end of our friendship, we did a counseling session mm-hmm. where like I went to someone to counsel. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's dope. And it's because we were we were roommates too. Mm-hmm. So it was mandatory. Okay. For us. Mm-hmm. But what was revealed was that she had this expectation of me of wanting me to be more extroverted mm-hmm. and less serious, quote unquote, with myself because she felt like I was in a spot where I had tunnel vision mm-hmm. and everything was school, 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 school. If it wasn't about school, I didn't want to be bothered. And she had recently crossed a sorority and had transitioned from being like the, what is it, kind of like a little bit of like the left out person to now being the life of the party mm-hmm. because she was in the sorority and, you know, they are very active in, in doing all the things. Mm-hmm. And so I remember the counselor saying to her, why do you now feel that you can create an expectation for someone based on your evolving mindset being Mm -hmm. existence uh but i truly didn't understand that until after becoming a mom Mm -hmm. and so what i understand it now is that you're evolving and you want that person to come along with you Mm -hmm. but ultimately that's not the case you know everyone move and grow at their own time and own speed Mm -hmm. and so when you try to force people to things the way you see it and they haven't been I don't want to say enlightened in that way but exposed in that way Mm -hmm. the delivery and the intention behind it can really mesh up poorly Mm -hmm. so I think for me when it comes to expectation with friendship it's just similar to what you said like it's hard to pinpoint it Mm -hmm. but I know I do know it's like a baseline of like you know, my expectation is to be respectful in all things that we do and consider of one another. My expectation mm-hmm. is to, again, offer more benefit than doubt when mm-hmm. it comes to how you think I meant or felt about something, you mm-hmm. know, to be communicative with me because that's important. Mm-hmm. I'm very much a tell me what I did wrong mm-hmm. so I can know what I did wrong and move forward. Don't just, you know, take note of it. And mm-hmm. then once I've done it two or three times, now you want to let me know Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I also know it's like again it's similar to just any other relationship business romantic platonic other platonic friendships like consider me Mm -hmm. and then talk to me about it you know so yeah it's hard to really go you know line by line but the communication part with the expectations is like if there is a time where we run into a situation where let's say for example maybe I wasn't pulling my weight with the podcast I would want you to find a mature and healthy way to be like hey friend Mm -hmm. this is my observation this is what I'm feeling you know let's can we chat about it Mm -hmm. not saying that it's always easy but that's the type of communication I'm looking for Mm -hmm. like I need it to be direct I need it to be like clear and concise and solution-based you know we talk about that all the time like Mm -hmm. I really do. A lot of people think that I'm sensitive, and I am. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> I'm sensitive, but I like being talked to directly. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like being offered the fluffy stuff because I can see through it because that's my thing. You know, communications is my thing. Mm-hmm. So I know when it's happening. I would rather you give me the, you know, the hard candy up front mm-hmm. than to try to, like, put it in my mashed potatoes or something Mm -hmm. you know what i mean or the hard pill Mm -hmm. and then instead of trying to crush it up and put it in my mashed potatoes like Mm -hmm. just give it to me let me be emotional about it i'm still gonna listen you know Mm -hmm. i'm still gonna take it in i don't have to like it Mm -hmm. but i'm still receiving it so yeah okay so with that being said how do you manage or balance your friendships bruh um i think for me now like present day i manage my friendships by just like enjoying them Mm mm-hmm Before, it used to really be, like, a whole management style. Mm -hmm. Like, remember Holt Suite? (laughs) How you used to have Holt Suite with Mm -hmm. Microsoft to, like, schedule out your posts for Twitter, Tumblr, and all other social media platforms? Mm -hmm. Like, that's how I managed my friendship. It was like, okay, I need to talk to this person. I need to talk to this person today. Okay, got to text this person today. Oh, I need to let them know I'm thinking about them today. And it was just because at that time, I think I was paranoid with, like, making sure I solidified relationships that were already solidified. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, it's like it's a continual courtship. Mm-hmm. Where now it's just like we talk, we talk. We don't, we don't. 
Mm-hmm. We good. We good. We not. We not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, naturally, if I feel like we're not, I'm going to lean in. But ultimately, it's just forcing sucks mm-hmm. because it causes your brain power to just overload. At least for me, I'll mm-hmm. say for me. So it, it taught me in the past like two years, the pandemic It's like I'm seeking validation mm-hmm. and, you know, confirmation for something that's already being confirmed through access. Mm-hmm. Bingo. That's the word I was looking at. If we can go back and forth in communication, whether mm-hmm. it's through phone or memes or in person, we cool. That's all I need now. Mm-hmm. So that's how I manage it. Like, even with me and you, like, you know, we had we had a time on Friday going mm-hmm. out and then something transpired and then the next day came and like I tried to jokingly ease my way into the situation because I knew it was gonna be a little Mm-hmm. you know and we talked and then we got off the phone and we went on with our day and then yesterday came and went did we we didn't talk yesterday right yeah we didn't talk yesterday Mm-mm. and then today came and it was like you're busy i'm busy i'm doing something see you later mm-hmm. that before would have probably drove me crazy i probably would have been like on bended knee standing outside this window <laughs> with boys to men playing made I'm you a sick. sign saying like please blah 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 but now I'm mature enough to be like, hey, I actually, I'm sorry that I rubbed you the wrong way. I did not mean it like that. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, you know, you're my girl. Sometimes, you know, uh, what's the meme say? Like, if my man who ain't my man, who really is my man, texts me and like, what you doing? And I'm like, bye. <laughs> Sometimes that happens, you know, even if it's not the best situation <laughs> that I should be engaging in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it just happens. So, like, yeah, but, you know. I know you still love me. I know you're not about to cut me off, right? right. Or am I? Girl, bye. <laughs> I bust the windows out your car. I'm sick. Okay, y'all, she might she might need y'all to come pick her up. Because <laughs> she ain't going nowhere, okay? <sighs> she is not going nowhere. Um, but anyway, that's how I manage it. Like, I'm just allowing myself to experience these people mm-hmm. and not worried about if it has an expiration date or not. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not my focus right now. Mm-hmm. I'm moving parts of my own personal life, and hopefully those people come with me. If it seems like they're not, I'll talk about it at the time mm-hmm. and then go from there. Mm-hmm. How you manage? I definitely, I just try my best. It's the best way because with me working in radio is so much, and I've been working in radio for so long at this point. And so that's always, I don't want to say always has been a thing, but at some point, it it became a thing or like I would have people say to me, oh, you're always working or you're always with your quote unquote radio friends. Ooh, I, I hate that. Mm-hmm. Hate that with a passion. Like, and I, I'm, first of all, I don't categorize my friends like that. Like if you my friend, you my friend. So right. it's just whatever. But it's just like, you know, people will say that to me and then I remember I've gotten into kind of like, I don't want to say arguments, but a little little situations where words were exchanged, not so much heated on my end, but mm-hmm. from the other person's end. And and now it's making me feel bad because it's like, they're like, oh, you're always here. You're always doing this. So you're always with these people. We don't get to see you. And it's just like, yeah, it's not what it looks like. And it's like having to, or at that time, having to try to explain. Now it's making me feel bad, making me question, am I a bad friend? Right. Like, what am I doing? So now I'm trying to overexert myself to make everybody feel seen. It, it's just a lot. So now I just, if you get it, you get it. And if you don't, that's not my business. Right. It's not my business. So it's just, because at this point, at my big age, I don't have the time to explain. At my big age, everybody that's around me, you know exactly what I'm doing. Like what my career path is, all that stuff. You know what it entails. For and if sure. you don't, you will surely learn quickly. Yeah. So it's like I I can't I don't have time to babysit your feelings and like hold your hand and try to t- like no but it's you- too much going on over here. So it's like yeah. get in where you fit in. I love you and I'm gonna try to make the time for you and not to downplay who my friends are. But it's like you got an issue. Go talk to my folks, my family that barely get to see me. Right. Like true. you you upset. Imagine how they feeling. True. True. So true. it's like before you come to me with a frown face. Go check on my mother, my father, my brothers, my grandmothers. And that's just immediate. I'm not getting down to my extended family. Like, go check on all of them. And Kimberly. then come to me. Mm-hmm. If you done checked with them, 
and you still feeling how you feel, maybe I'll be willing to listen or maybe I'll be like, okay, you know what? All right, boom. But after you talk to them and they don't give you their rundown and then you kind of like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. But you know, the, the irony of it all is like, that's how we stopped being friends, close friends for a mm-hmm. little while. Is that, what's the little rewind sound? How you rewind in, in, in uh, drop sound? <laughs> okay, do it one more time. <laughs> I don't think I'm that's sick. it. We'll figure it. it. Okay, we'll figure it out. Let's airdrop something right now. Um, But, no, if you remember, and I really don't remember the young lady's name, but we were all interning. I went back to Delaware for school. The girl came and began to intern. I guess y'all developed y'all friendship. You and I were still talking, but we went from literally seeing each other every day, all day, for, like, three months to now I'm in Delaware, you're there, you're doing... Uh, you know, promotions and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I'm doing school. And so we were missing each other. We would try to do FaceTime dates. We would miss it. You know, we would talk on the phone here and there, but it wasn't the same. And so that disconnect for me shocked me because it was like, dang, like this was, this is my best friend. Like where's my best friend at? And then at some point we just wasn't. And it was just like, oh, dang. And when you said, you know, my work friends, that was, I don't want to say it was a trigger for me, but that it, that is the reminder for me. Mm-hmm. So at that time in my life, I definitely was like, no, my best friend is my best friend, especially because we were all young. We were like 19, 20. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody also was teasing me that you had a new best friend. So that didn't help either. That really sucked. And I don't think people realize it. Like, stop egging people on like gaslighting, you know. But anyway, so and then I think when we finally talked, I think I like tried to play for people playfully be like oh you replaced me and that set you off you were like not set you off set you off but you didn't like it yeah no because at that time Mm -hmm. at that time like one of my other best friends like we're no longer friends currently and i mean it's not because of this particular situation that we're talking about it's something else but we have been friends since we were 14 right and she had kind of said something like this so it's like at that point it's like i don't need to hear that yeah you were getting it from everywhere and it's just like i'm i'm not I don't want to say, I don't, I'm not trying to sound rude when I say, I'm like, forget friends. Like, I'm not thinking about friends. I'm so focused on trying to make my dreams happen. I could care less about anything that's going on around me. Mm -hmm. My focus right now is trying to solidify my career. I'm trying to get my foot in the door. So it's like all this other stuff, it don't matter. Y'all matter, but it's like, it's not priority for me. Like, I'm, I'm trying to set myself up. So later on down the line, when I'm old and gray, I can say I done lived a long, successful life in radio. Right. And like, I get that now as an adult. But then it was it was life-changing. You know, for me, it was life-changing because I felt disposable. Um, I felt like I didn't have any control because ultimately, like, I couldn't just pick up and go see you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I just remember, again, the whole work friend thing. That, that, but now as an adult, you know, and coming, us coming back together, I'll be honest, I think right before we did the photo shoot for the podcast, mm-hmm. at one at that point, I had internal feelings that I knew I needed to walk myself through because it was like I was pretty much re-entering your friend boat mm-hmm. and seeing the newer connections that you had made and like how close you were with those connections. It was just like, oh, dang, like it's weird because I... I've known you longer, Mm -hmm. but the connections that you have with those people is deeper. And so it's weird because it's like, but I know her, but y'all like know her, know her. And so that at the beginning was like, oh, how do I fit in? Mm -hmm. You know, but as time has moved forward, I just realized like I fit in by just understanding that we have our own connection. Mm -hmm. We have our own story. And so even um, recently when you and I, uh, was that Friday? When we, yeah, I think it was Friday when we were talking about um, Airman. And if you remember, you said you had to call a friend and your friend had to help you. Mm -hmm. And there's only two people that can help you when you Mm -hmm. are in this type of situation. Mm -hmm. Like hearing that, my initial instinct was like, dang, I'm not that friend. But then I quickly, because I'm growing and learning, know that, I'm not that friend because we didn't have that experience. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So it no longer invalidates me and be like, oh, 
they have a better relationship. Mm -hmm. No, they just have their relationship. So that's how I manage it. Mm -hmm. It's understanding what my connection is with that person and only focusing on what my connection is and being okay with them having other connections Mm -hmm. because it doesn't have anything to do with me. It can, meaning if we all work together as a friend group, but no, it it really doesn't. No, I don't. Well, not to say no to invalidate your feelings, but for me, I don't, I don't look at it like that. Like you have a friend somewhere else, like, your relationship with another person has nothing to do with my relationship with you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, our connection. So now I know to focus on my connection with mm-hmm. you. Like, you know, me and the person. Mm-hmm. Instead of it being, well, what do they got that I don't got? Or why are they closer? And uh, You know what I'm saying? Like all the negative things. Mm-hmm. But back then, oh, it was it was all the negative stuff. That's crazy. I don't know. I I can't really speak on that because I don't think like that. Like, I've never been one to, like, I don't move like that. I've never been one to think like that towards, you know, my friends and their other friends. But I've experienced that multiple times. For so sure. for me, that's, I'm like, baby, that is a trigger for me. I'd I be like, no, we, what we not about to do, Yeah, we can't, I can't do that. Just because I know all of what I'm, me being so goal oriented and tunnel vision with that, and then still trying to make time for everybody. And I don't want to say I'm an over committer, but I am very big on support. Like, I want to support people, especially those that support me. So it's like, on top of me trying to make things happen for myself, I'm trying to make time for everybody in the midst. You know, everybody's doing things. And I, I live by this quote. You know, all greatness requires sacrifice. What are you willing to sacrifice in order to be great? And I'm not saying that nobody has not sacrificed anything, but I know all that I've sacrificed right. just to get to where I've gotten. Yeah. Whether that's missing out on birthdays, missing out on, you know, just going out or missing out on this. Like, I have to miss that. And sometimes, I think a lot of times, people will be absent-minded when they're not in that world or they're their goals or dreams are not essentially the same. Yeah. Like, so it's like, I, I'm not going to apologize for that, but it's just like, because it, I I know what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to make sure that I'm also covering other fronts as well so nobody feels like that. So, when But is it absent-minded if maybe someone's drive or destination is nowhere near as maybe intense as yours? You get what I'm saying? I think it's absent-minded or it's just a, it's, it's just a lack of compassion. Like, almost in a selfish manner, like, you don't care. You're, you're all about self and what you want, like, not regarding mm-hmm. the other person. Like, we don't have to have the same drive because everybody doesn't want to do the same thing. Right. But understand how I operate or how the next person operates towards whatever they're working towards. Keep that in mind. Like, gotcha. they're, they're focused. Like a doctor, somebody going to med school, or a lawyer. They spending, outside of the regular four-year <laughs> degree, they got to go to med school. They got to go to law school. All these things take all these exams. So they're they're going to have to be, like, funneled into their world. So it's like, yeah. it takes a lot. And I think when someone is not in that, or they don't understand it, they don't live that, they can be absent-minded. Absent-minded in the sense of, I'm telling you, and you're aware of these things, but because you don't, this is not your norm, it's quickly to fleet your mind. Correct. Like, you're not going to, you're going to think, not going to think twice about it, because Correct. that ain't got nothing to do with you. Or... It could come off selfish because you are aware of these things, but still you're demanding this when it's like this is also demanding and you're disregarding what I'm working towards. This is something that I'm this is what means most to me or matters most to me. So it's like you you don't care. You want what you want when you want it. So when do you so speaking of like that, that makes me think of like rough patches then. Mm -hmm. So when you find yourself in a rough patch with your friend or your friendship, like. How do you tackle that? And I mean, a rough patch could be maybe, you know, you guys have hit a fork in the road where mm-hmm. you want to focus. OK, let's just say, for example, <laughs> we always talk about summer. Right. And I'm like, we're going to be outside mm-hmm. adjacent. And you're like, we're going to be outside. But I'm about this coin about this coin. Mm-hmm. My summer and your summer is going to look totally different. Mm-hmm. My summer is open because I'll be from on school break. Mm-hmm. Your summer, you're still focused on coin, 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 hitting certain benchmarks that you want before, you know, the final quarter mm-hmm. of the year. So those being totally different focuses, mm-hmm. that could potentially 
create a rough patch, right? So let's just say, for example, you know, I'm like, well, Coco Louie, you're being a little stick in the mud. Like, I want to go out and stay up till 4 a.m., like, three times a week. And you're mm-hmm. like, nah, girl, like, I got to be in office. That could potentially draw a wedge. So when do you when do you identify that you've hit a rough patch? And then how do you navigate that? I think it just depends on what the circumstances or what the situation is. Like... Something like that, I think that can be easily rectified. Sure. But if it's, like, a different kind of rough patch, like, it's just whatever, like, there's weird tension or whatever, I don't know. You just, I think for me, when I'm trying to understand if it's a rough patch or something, I'm assessing everything, like, the friendship as a whole, how we got to this point, like, the events that led up to this or conversations or actions that led up to me feeling like this. Yeah. Have I been feeling like this and ignoring the feeling? Like, all these things. And then I also go to, like, one of my really good friends. She's, like, a a big sister to me. Shout out to Fred. Because she has had a situation within her own friend groups like that. So I really value her opinion. So then I'll go to her and ask her, all right, am I tripping? And, you know, like, she gives the best, Big sister advice anybody could ever give. I'm not going to say God was selfish because he gave me all brothers. But I mean, he could have sprinkled in a sister. He could have sprinkled in one. I got four brothers and no sisters. But that's neither here nor there. Thank you, Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> but it's like I'll go to her and I'll ask her, like, how, like, how do I know? And, you know, she'll use her own life examples to try to give me perspective, like, when she's dealing, when she was dealing with this one particular person, what that looked like for her. Right. Then she'll always say, are you communicating? Oh, nice. Or like, are you, are you voicing these things? How long have you been feeling like this? So things that I've already been thinking to myself before it gets to the point of me asking her. Right. And then it's like, okay. And then now I may share with her like a little bit of the detail to give like backstory, to get full, real advice on like, okay, how to tackle it. Right. And then... She is not one to hold her tongue and tell me, no, you were wrong. Right. Or you were right, but you could have handled it differently. Or no, you were justified. You you handled that the way that you should have handled that. Right. You know? That's good. And, That's great. you know, I I go from there. So mm-hmm. I think, like I said, it just depends on when you assess everything to know, like, okay, this is a rough patch. Because then also my question is always with her. Is it a rough patch or have I reached a point where it's like I've outgrown it, like time to walk away and leave it? And so, again, depending on when you're assessing it and all of the things that you're looking at, once you filter it, you'll know which side of the spectrum you fall on, if it's a rough patch or you've outgrown it and time to scoot. Yeah, and I asked that because I shared with you a little earlier. I know on the Know For Sure podcast with B. Simone and her friend Megan Ashley, Mm -hmm. they've been friends for 20-plus years. And... um, Maybe like three or four episodes ago, B. Simone revealed that they were going through a rough patch. Mm-hmm. And it was so awkward and you could see the tension between them two. But honestly, you couldn't really see that it was tension until they started to talk about it. Because at first, everything just seemed like a regular podcast episode. But B. Simone didn't want to really speak on it. She just alluded. She just explained like they were going through a rough patch mm-hmm. and she's hoping that they're going to come out on the other side of it still friends mm-hmm. and so Megan Ashley then said you know she didn't foresee them not being friends mm-hmm. but that was her hope because mm-hmm. she understands the severity of things and B. Simone had explained that it just you know she's a very like go 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 type of person and that her friend Megan demands a certain type of friendship and it's not that B. Simone isn't an or desiring to offer her that but is she also explained that Megan not only demands a certain friendship but then the delivery of that to Mm -hmm. be specific too and so I was kind of like taken aback by it because ultimately I think we all might have some expectations Mm -hmm. on friendships you know and and we definitely all have a different uh, means by which we deliver our friendships and receive it but when do you know that it's exhausting or too much for you? You know what I mean? Like, I think it just comes from if you're just feeling like whatever it is, you feel like you're you're the only one exerting the energy. And I've I've been there. And mm-hmm. one friendship, I don't I don't think it's ever 
going to reconcile. And I'm okay with that. I, I don't wish anybody bad at all in life. I don't wish nobody bad. I want you to eat. I want you to be successful. I want you to win. Whatever you're doing, I want you to succeed at that, right? There's room at a table, just not my table. But I think you just you just know when things feel weird, things are different, whether it's how they're moving, how they operate, how they think, like when things don't align. So how long do you fight it, though? I don't know. So, it just depends. Like, so for example, right? You know, the past, like, three months, I've been boy crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, every conversation is boy, 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 boy. And then on the flip side, you're like, work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. A little sprinkle of relationship here, mm-hmm. but it's work, 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 work. Could that potentially be, like, a deal breaker to you? To be like, all right, Kimberly, I get it, but we got to talk about something else. Or is it you know me, you know what stage of my life I'm in, and it really, like, it ain't, I mean, it's your business, but it's not your business. You don't really care because you know how I move anyway. Like, girl, this too shall pass. It's, it's like both, but it's, it's, I don't want to say deal breaker. That's too strong of a word. It's a thing of, okay, this is where you are in life. But mm, it's, I like that. it's also for me, like, okay, this not about to always be the conversation either. Like, we got to talk about something else. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this, this can't be, but it, it wouldn't be like, oh, we can't be friends because you keep talking about me. Like, that that's not that for me. I wouldn't deem and I that see, as that. I see it on the flip side because I was going to say in the reverse for me. And I think internally I might have had this conversation with myself. And, and that's probably why it's so clear right now. But I've said that to myself on the flip side because you're work, 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 work. Sometimes it's like I just want to be kind of like youthful and dumb and delusional. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And want you to engage in that with me. Yeah, no, that's not me, friend. No, clearly. <laughs> But that's the thing. I've, I'm getting so much better with reading the room. Mm-hmm. So I can't remember when, but I, I feel like maybe after my birthday, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I need to be a little bit more mindful of the fact that this has become like my only conversation. Mm-hmm. And that is a lot for people. You know, some people, they get enjoyment out of it. Mm-hmm. And then some people, it's just like, all right, cool, girl. But like, what else is happening in life? Mm-hmm. You know? So internally saying to myself, okay, I don't want to monopolize all the time with it being around X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Now, when my emotions are really, really, really high, I I don't have no control over that. Mm -hmm. I just, you know me, I got to get it out. But outside of that, I can mention it and then move on. Mm -hmm. It don't have to be the whole conversation. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So again, in the reverse, for me, having someone like you who is very workforce, focus and goal focus that it you know it is at the forefront of everything it's like okay I too then have to also say like okay I gotta be understanding that that's where you are right now and although that might then for me sometimes be like oh girl why I also know where it's coming from Mm -hmm. but it's not a deal breaker Mm -hmm. you know what I mean What's well, like even with me, like I'm, because I'm everybody thinking like, oh, I'm just work. Like I don't have to know. I do, you know, do things. But again, for me, I'm working towards something. Like I'm chasing something. So it's like that's at the forefront, and everything else is secondary because it's not a traditional job. I don't work a traditional nine to five like the next person may work. So I work in a very competitive field in a top ten market. Is there's so many moving factors with trying to make sure like I'm doing and performing the way that I need to at the standard that I need to. So it's like, that's first. Everything else, like I, you know, I, I'll engage in certain things, but then also I think because certain things you may want to engage in or do or be youthful or delusional in or whatever. My quickest thing also is because I'm just like, we're older. So it's like, uh, uh-uh, I don't have that time. But you know like what? I think that goes that. that goes into boundaries because you know me. I like to be a little Delulu. You know, yeah. I'm learning, and this is within the past like four weeks, three weeks, that you know, I am way more delusional at a lot of things than I think. <laughs> Matter of fact, my friend from work just told me that today because we all on Friday decided that we were going to cut back on our eating. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we're not doing anything extreme, but you know, it's getting warmer. So mm-hmm. it's like, let's pay attention. Unbig our backs. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so today I went to her, we have a stash of chocolate that she keeps in her refrigerator for, mm-hmm. you know, certain times of the month. 
So I went to go get a piece of chocolate. And she's like, no, girl, that doesn't go with the keto. And I'm like, what's a keto? And she's mm-hmm. like, we said we were doing keto. I was like, girl, I ain't never heard you say keto before. Like, I don't remember saying anything about keto. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we talked about it on Friday. I said, no, we talked about a calorie de- uh, deficit on Friday. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah. And then I said, keto. I said, no, we did not. She goes, you're delusional and I'm no longer going to be your accountability partner. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> She's like, I'm dead serious. Like, go over there, talk to Thompson because it's not me. And so my friend Thompson was like, no, she definitely. I was like, I, I said, friend, I seriously do not remember the word keto mm-hmm. because I don't like I don't like diet diets. I just, you know. I'll scale back on my calories and increase my water and, you know, do the things. And um, she was like, okay. I was like, so I genuinely don't remember hearing the word keto. Like, mm-hmm. I don't hear it. And she's like, yes. She's like, that's fine. I understand. But you do live in delusion at times. So I'm saying that to say, I think that it's okay to have, like, a moment. It's kind of like what we talked about with the whole, like, when you talking to friends like making sure before you overwhelm them with information be like do you have the mental capacity to take this on right now mm-hmm. like hey coco louie can you just go down delusion lane with me just for a quick sec please and then making it a small part of your conversation and then going on like but i i feel like certain things you can't do like i'm never gonna hold your hand in delusion because that doesn't serve well, of course not that uh-uh. i know you're not but i'm just <clears throat> saying you give them saying like making pockets Mm-hmm. Instead of me calling you and talking to you about it for a whole hour or two, it could be 25 minutes or less. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And that is something that I'm genuinely just learning, like, in the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. Because there were situations that was happening that was literally taking over my mind. Mm-hmm. And all I could do was talk about it constantly in full detail. And it's like, no, girl, it's never that deep. Mm-hmm. So... Let's be a little bit more realistic. Like, maybe for me as a friend, I need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But then let's put me on a timer. I don't see anything wrong with that. Meet me where I am and then go from there and I can meet you where you are. Mm-hmm. You don't have the bandwidth to listen to me complain about the same situation over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. But you do want to honor my feelings and be supportive. So it's like, all right, girl, you got 10 minutes. Go. Mm-hmm. I think that would be good. I think it just depends. It just depends on the situation because also if it's a thing of there, like there's an a it's gonna send someone on an emotional roller coaster with all due respect. Oh friend, yeah, we did not all sign up to ride this ride. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. Which is and why so, you have friendships where you're like, hey, can I share this with you? And we, we've even said that mm-hmm. to each other before. Like, is this gonna take me on an emotional roller coaster? Because if it is, not nah, girl. Yeah, but. I I think when it comes to certain things, like, and that's, like, in terms of relationship-based, I think that it's one of those things where it's just, you know, it's, I don't want to say being dumb, but, like, you got to just keep certain things to yourself or just, if it's going to be a back and forth where you keep entertaining whatever the situation is, then there's no need to call in for the reinforcements because now you get everybody else all hyped up about something and then, boom, it's like, oh, well, it's all rainbows and sunshine. I was like, girl, I thought it was thundering and storming over there. So, again, it all it just depends on what the situation is. So, yeah. Agreed. So how do you move past a post-friendship breakup? Honestly, you just find a way to move on depending on the situation. Like, if they did something to hurt you and it's like, no, nah, we ain't friends no more. You gonna move on with your life, yeah. but if it's if it's like a true not a true thing, but if it's like a thing of where it's like you honestly just like really outgrew each other, it wasn't like oh you know you just gotta I don't know you just gotta try to do your best again. Like sometimes you may be able to come back and fix it, or it may just be what it is. It just depends on what the situation is. I think it's just subjective. Like even for instance, one of my best friends. We've also known each other since we were 14. And everything was fine. Then we got into a crazy situation. And I think this was like, the we had never fought, not like fist fight. We never did none of that either. But this was our first time having like a, a verbal altercation with each other. And for it to escalate the way that it did to where we weren't speaking for almost three years, it was weird because that was the first time we ever had a falling out. And so I'm a prideful person and I just was like, well, no, I'm not saying nothing. I'm not doing that. 
And, you know, it, it really ate me up because I'm like, dang, who would have thought, like, the first argument we have would lead to us not even being friends anymore? So that time away, you know, it was it was weird. I was just moving on with life. You know, I thought about her often, but I didn't reach out because I'm just like, you know, again, my pride. Right. But then fast forward, I did reach out to her again. And at this point, it was like two months shy of three years. Reached out to her to reconcile because I missed my friendship. And before I reached out to her, I remember I had a conversation with my grandmother. And, you know, I was like, is it that do I miss the friendship or do I miss the person? You know, because I'm just like the things that have been said is just like I'm a firm believer. You say how you feel, like how you said, like in humor and rage. For me, it's when you're drunk and when you're upset. Mm -hmm. You you it's like you're waiting for those moments to say those things. Mm -hmm. So I really had to think about it. And then again, I called. My really good friend is like a big sister to me and asked her, like, you know, how do I, how do I know? And she was like, well, if she's on your mind, she's on your heart, one, reach out. And my grandmother always says that because you don't know, like, something could happen. Like, God put them on your heart for a reason. Even if they don't respect, re- respond back, you did what God told you to do, like, you know. And so I reached out. We had a conversation. And, you know, we were able to, like, reconcile. But... That's not always the case with other friendships because I have other friendships where it's no longer and right. it's just like yeah the cra- have, the fallout is crazy but it's just like the respect thing I'm not going to tolerate disrespect for sure and I have one friendship like that we've talked about it where it's like I miss this person as a friend mm-hmm. and like the few times that I've reached out like the response that I've gotten it's been it's been you know nice and mm-hmm. whatnot but it just doesn't seem like she's interested. Mm-hmm. in being back so i get it but post friendship breakup challenging mm-hmm. like i mean it's like a relationship you know you like you said you miss that person you miss like what they represented mm-hmm. you know what they offered mm-hmm. what you might have been able to give you know but by the same token like if it's not reconnecting organically yeah. what can you do yeah. you know Cause um, I definitely have found myself like wanting to text this person, be like, "Hey, let's meet for drinks," or like, mm-hmm. you know, da da da. But I know we did so much talking before the friendship, quote unquote, ended that it would kind of probably be, I won't say a waste of time, mm-hmm. but I just don't think it would be received genuinely the way I would want it to. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm, I don't, you know, I just take it as you know we aren't, and that's it is what it is. It's mm-hmm. like it's not. It is what it is, but it's like I just. I don't really have a choice, mm-hmm. so you know you do what you you do what you can mm-hmm. type of ordeal. I don't know. Anyway, truthfully speaking, y'all, whoo, that was a heavy episode, but it was good though. No, really good. Even as the episode was progressing, like hearing one, I can hear my own growth in my way of thinking <laughs> and acknowledging things. Come on, pat on the back for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I'm working hard over here on myself for real, and um. You know, like, the, the people that I align myself with right now, and I've said this to you before, Coco Louie, like, the the people that are my actual friends right now, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because my focus is not the friendships. Like, my focus is my life. Mm-hmm. You know, romantic, motherhood, daughter, co-parent, working professional, mm-hmm. podcaster, you know, and then the friendships are just like the cherry on top. Mm-hmm. But I can say that now because I'm solid in those friendships. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and even when I have the, the thoughts that I have about, you know, am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? Does, you know, he or she really know that, like, I genuinely love their friendship. Mm-hmm. And, it's, you know, hopefully they don't think it's one-sided and da-da-da. I just remind myself, like, hey, just show up. Mm-hmm. Just show up in the best capacity that you can at this time. Mm -hmm. And if it's received, it's received. If it's not, then maybe that's just not where it is right now. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, But truthfully speaking, like, y'all, Memorial Day, Memorial Day is on the rise, okay? Mm -hmm. And um, to me, it's giving another Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) Where the cookouts at? Where the shot? Come on. Who's who's cranking the pool? Because usually that's the day that That the pool's pool's open. open. Okay? Who's firing up the grills? Where's the cookout? I'm trying to get my... To me, a two-step on. Close the door. I'm sick. I can't get enough of you. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, so th- there's no other side of the scale. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. we just in good spirits. We we ready to kick off summer, because Memorial Day is the kickoff of summer, right? Mm-hmm. June 21st. Okay. Oh, well, I guess so, because the official day of summer is June 21st. So I guess 
Memorial Day is the kickoff. Yeah, Memorial Day is because when June first come, that's summer. Like mm-hmm. June first is summer. So mm-hmm. like, and June first is on a Thursday. Thursday Thursday. I'm saying. So yeah, there's no other side to scale. It's no downside. It's like it's up. The heat is up. Mm-hmm. You know, weather is weathering. Clothes are coming off. The attitudes are going up. Let's let's get it. I'm sick. Okay, well, I I agree. Yeah. That's the vibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the vibe. Definitely in good spirits. Um, Last week was cool. This week is going great. So, you know, I have no complaints at all. So, definitely that is the vibe. And so, with that being said, today's word of the day is, you know, thank you for being a friend. Simply thank you for being a friend. Really, um, I think a lot of times, sometimes, like, life, lives, you know, we live our day-to-days or whatever, and sometimes you really just need to take the time to, you know, acknowledge those that are in your corner, really supporting you, uplifting you, rooting for you. You can cry on, lean on, whatever. Take the time to really show and acknowledge that you appreciate those people, whether it's one or a whole plethora of people, you know, take the time to just tell them thank you for being a friend and make sure just how they're showing up for you, you are showing up for them. Because again, like you said, you don't want it to be a one-sided friendship. Nobody wants that or feels like they're the only ones putting in, you know, just like a relationship, it takes work, it takes time and effort and it should be done across the board, not just on one side. So, you know, and if you don't know how to show up for that person or maybe you feel like you are, check in with your friend and mm-hmm. just be like, hey, like, what could I do or how would you like for me to, you know, show up for you? Mm-hmm. Your friend can easily say, well, you're already doing this. And then they can list out how they're doing it. Or mm-hmm. they can say, you know, I need X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just act. Talk. All right. And with that being said, we are at the end, y'all. That is episode 16. Thank you for tuning in it was a good good one you know a little heavy but we got some things out the way and you already know what we need you guys to do follow us on all of our socials um at excuse me over here podcast everything spelled correctly on instagram and kimmy what's the tiki talker excuse me over here plc okay and you guys can follow me your favorite tomboy barbie on instagram at the coco underscore louie that's t-h-e C-O-C-O underscore L-O-U-I-E. That's on Twitter and the TikTok. And then, I mean, that's on Instagram and the TikTok. And then on Twitter is Coco underscore Louie. Kimmy, how can they find you? Pimbley State of Mind. And until next week, we will see you guys later. Bye. Bye.